BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hey, DJs, it is Wednesday, May 10th. The Celtics shit the bed yesterday, and Jokic passes Wilt Chamberlain in a statistical category. Spoiler, it's not with how many women he slept with. I'm Mad Max. Join me, the one and only Sex Panther. Panther, maybe this Joel Embiid guy's pretty good. I don't know. Maybe they should give him some kind of award, something. He's he's pretty good. I mean, he he, he played a good game. He won. He uh, had, what, had 33 points, only seven rebounds, which you, know, you can't expect a double double and you know at 12 to 15 rebounds from Embiid but he did, he did have a good game uh Harden almost a triple double and um I think you know you're the resident Celtics fan here but is it time to push the panic button because three losses two of them at home now have to hit the road to Philadelphia who's very good at home I keep thinking we're going to see the real Celtics show up but I'm ready to jump off this train. What say you, resident Celtics fan? Okay, I'm a resident Celtics fan, and I'll 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 preface this with also the fact that I'm I'm the resident pessimist, right? Like I I usually see the negative side of things. I'm not like the the fucking bright side of life type person. You know, I'm a Mets fan, so I, I'm the eternal <laughs> pessimist. I always am a pessimist. So, uh, so take this as it is. Is the road much more difficult? Yes. Am I panicking? Not necessarily. Just yesterday, we were saying this should have been a four-game sweep. The Celtics definitely have not played their best basketball. They just didn't play at all last night. They just no-showed last night. Do I think they no-show in the next game? No. I think that they come out and they play their best game of basketball, what we've seen all playoffs in the next game, and I think that that's going to be hard for the uh, Sixers to beat. I get it. Going into Philadelphia, difficult. Winning playoff, difficult. Sixers going to want to avoid going to Boston. I get that. 
Celtics have beaten the, uh, the, the the Sixers in Philadelphia in the series already. So you're telling me that they can't do it again? So, yeah, it's difficult. I'm I'm worried. I'm not, like, you know, fucking full of confidence that they're absolutely going to do it. But I'm not panicking. You know, I think if the Celtics play their fucking game of basketball in the next game, they're winning. Simple as that. Because they are the better team. They're the deeper team. But to your point, we haven't seen them. We haven't seen them all playoffs, I don't think. Maybe two games. Two games, all playoffs, we've seen the real Celtics. Maybe the real Celtics are a team that can't close it out in the fourth quarter. Maybe it's a, the real Celtics is a team that can't fucking, you know, close it out when it matters most and, and make the right decisions and not call fucking timeouts and fucking take shots like a second too late or, or miss wide open threes to fucking win it in regulation. Maybe that's the real Celtics team. Maybe that is them. I just find that hard to believe after the body of work we've seen all season. I, I listen, we know the body of work speaks for itself. One of the things I've talked about about this Celtics team is I thought they were a much deeper team than Philadelphia, and I still do think they are the deeper team. But you didn't see it last night. You didn't see it in the box score. That second unit did nothing to help this Celtics, and this was their lowest scoring output for the entire playoffs at, what was it, 102, 103, something like that. Uh, They can't do that again. That's not enough points to beat this Sixer team. I don't know if it's inefficient shooting. I don't know if it was the bench inefficiency or the Philadelphia defense just clamped down. But if this is supposed to be the deeper team, the better team, I just don't feel like we've seen it. We've seen it, like you said, two games, one or two games. But the games that they've lost, they lost in convincing fashion. And I, I just haven't been impressed this entire playoffs with this Boston Celtics team. I'll give credit to Doc Rivers and the 76ers. Their zone defense was pretty fucking good last night. The Celtics shot, I think, 36% from the field. I think from three-point land, it was like 14%. It was it was so fucking bad, Panther. My point being is, can that happen a second game in a row? Maybe. Maybe. But if, if I'm a betting man. I'm going to bet against that happening. You know, this is a team that we know can hit a lot of three-pointers. We know that they can shoot high percentage shots. So, I mean, I'm confident that they bounce back uh, and and possibly, you know, win it and extend it to seven games. I think the NBA would love that because this is, this is uh, you know, a, a critical series. Everyone, the, assum- the assumption is the winner of the series is going to the finals, right? I, I don't want to, I don't want to discount the fucking Miami Heat. You know, uh, I, I think that they're a dangerous team. But I think the consensus is this is the Eastern Conference Finals right here. Right? The winner of this saving game series is is representing the East in the finals. So, uh, yeah, listen, I mean, uh, the, the Celtics should be able to bounce back from this one. If they don't, I think the questions will continue to swirl about, like, what do they do next, right? I mean, um, this is a team that probably should have won a title by now, right? I know they're all young. I know they're all young, but this is a team that probably should have won a title already. And, uh, the, you know, if, if, you, if you're looking at comparisons of this team versus the Golden State Warriors and, and what Steph Curry and Clay Thompson were able to do, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, you got to fucking look in the, the mirror. And if you're not seeing the fucking Splash Brothers, you know, if you're not seeing that potential there, then it, maybe it is time to fucking separate the two and, and blow it up. I don't know. I, I hope not. I hope not because I, I, I'm confident in the fact that these guys can win a title together. Um, 
But th- this would be a huge black eye coming into this fucking playoffs. Uh, you know, they, they didn't get the one seed. It didn't matter. Then they had home f- uh, home court throughout the fucking East. Now they've blown that once again for a second time in the series. They've blown home court. Th- you know, uh, I, I'm hoping that they can do it. I'm confident that they can do it. But yeah, there's no guarantees. I, I'm not panicking, but I'm concerned. Well, you're a fan. But uh, listen, there was another mm-hmm. ball game. Had a little fireworks last night. Uh, where do you want to start with that one? Uh, I got s- an interesting statistical tidbit. We can get to that. I, I think that's a secondary note to the game. Uh, how about you? What, what What's your take on this? Uh, well, the real MVP showed up. I said after the little scuffle in Phoenix that I thought we would see a fired up Nikola Jokic, and we did. He put up a triple-double. When Listen, when he's focused and he's on his game, I don't really think the Phoenix Suns have an answer for him, and that was the difference. Frustration, play, you know, I think he was being a little lighthearted, got into the Suns huddle. KD took exception, gave him a little push. I think Jokic maybe sold it a little bit, got KD teed up. I don't think that's much to do about nothing. But um, listen, this Nuggets team, when Jokic is focused, when Murray's on his game, they might be the best team remaining in these NBA playoffs. Um, What was your takeaway? Yeah, I, I do think that they are the favorites to win the title at this point in time. After what I've seen, uh, you know, this series still might go seven. Like, I'm not going to bury the Suns here at all. This series still might go seven. Uh, but yeah, I think Jokic is the best player in the playoffs right now. Uh, so here's the statistic. I'm not sure if you're aware of this. You, you mentioned he had a triple-double. That was his 10th career playoff triple-double. So he uh, just uh, broke a tie with Wilt Chamberlain. He was tied nine. Uh, Wilt Chamberlain had nine playoff triple-doubles, so he just now moves into fifth place. Fifth place, he's tied with Draymond Green, Rajon Rondo, and Larry Bird. So th- that's that's where he's tied with right now. Uh, looking right ahead of him is Jason Kidd, got 11. Uh, let's see, who ranks third? Is Russell Westbrook has 12. Okay, here's where it gets interesting. Can you name one and two? And how many triple doubles they have? Oscar Robinson has to be one. He's got to be one no, of the two. No. Really? No. And you already said Westbrook's name. LeBron James, one of them? He is number two. He's got 28. All right. So now tell me who number one is and how many that person has. A triple double. Um, man. I know it's not right. Well, let me think about this. Magic Johnson. There you go. You got him. Yeah, I already mentioned Larry Bird. You got to imagine that Magic Johnson. How many do you think Magic Johnson has? I, listen, it's just a stab in the dark. Let's say 35. He's got 30. So LeBron James right there, right on his tail, 28. Magic has 30. So LeBron could, in theory, eclipse Magic here. But here's the astounding thing. Here's the crazy thing about Jokic. He's got 11 now, right? That was his uh, uh, 10th. Sorry, he's got 10. He's played 58 playoff games. 17% of his playoff games have been triple doubles, Panther. 17%. That's fucking unbelievable. Listen, that is unbelievable. When you talk about Larry Bird and Magic Johnson and LeBron James, these are guys who not only had great careers, but they had long careers. So if Jokic is going to be in this conversation, A, he's going to have to be successful. He's going to have to make a lot of playoffs, and he's going to have to have a long career 
those are no joke numbers. I mean, he's one third of the way there to get to 30 of Magic Johnson. Uh, and actually, I think if they, okay, Western Conference Finals, let's assume they get there. NBA Finals, he very well could pick up two to five more this season. Insane. Insane. It's just remarkable. So uh, another point that you did make, and we were talking about this in the pre-show, is is players going into the huddle and how you just fucking hate that and how there's no rule against that. And that's what started the whole fucking, you know, uh, issue. And we've seen that issue happen before. And it, it, to me, it's such a fucking Bush League move. It's such a bitch move. You know, uh, what the fuck? Come on. So, Panther, you think they should change that rule they, or actually put a fucking rule in place? How is it not a rule, right? I mean, could you imagine uh, a, a linebacker going over to Lamar Jackson, the Baltimore Ravens huddle to see what the play they're calling? Nikola Jokic came right out and said, yeah, I was trying to see what play they were drawing up. What the fuck is that? that that's so Bush League. You know, we were talking pre-show. You think they should give a, a warning, then it's like, no. There's no board. What the fuck are you doing in the other team's huddle? I have a very big problem with this. How it hasn't been a rule all these years, I don't know. I think it's probably something that should get addressed this season. I don't know if the NBA, you know, I don't want them taking Major League Baseball cues and think they're going to fuck with every rule in existence. But I think this is one that needs to be addressed. It just seems like an absolute no-brainer. Um, get rid of this. You have no business being in the opponent's huddle. I, I think it just needs to be taken care of. I mean, am I making a mountain out of a molehill? Is it, it? It's a big deal. It's, it's not a big deal until it happens. Then it's a big deal, right, Max? Yeah, I, I, I think it is a deal. I think that it shouldn't fucking happen. And um, Do you think part of it is the fact that both teams sit on the same side of the court? Right, you know, they're separated, of course, by by the announcers' table, the but score table, yeah, the score table. But but they're they're sitting on the same. You think of every other sport, right? I mean, you know, I mean, hockey, they are on the same side of the ice. They are with the penalty with penalty box in the middle. But there's glass and there's a barrier. There, you know, there's there's separation. Uh, in football, of course, there's different sidelines. They're on different sidelines. In baseball, the dugouts are on different sides of the field. Uh, this is one where they're on the fucking same side of the court, so you can make the argument. It's like, ah, well, I mean, there's a timeout. I'm just walking the side of the court. Like, I'm, wait I'm waiting on defense, you know? So to me, they have to fucking say, this shit's not allowed. Uh, I'm fine. Listen, I'm fine going right technical from day, you know, from from get go. I was I was trying to be nice. I was trying to be, you know, high road max here and say, yeah, I'll give someone the benefit of the doubt. But fuck that. I think you're right. If, if, if you're just hanging out by someone's huddle, fuck you. <laughs> technical. Done. <laughs> Yeah, no, and, and the officials need to take control because they can walk right over to the scores table and make sure that each team goes to their respective side. Uh, as we've talked about before, uh, I, I used to coach volleyball. I've coached volleyball at the collegiate level, the high school level, and they play they, they same thing. They have both teams are on the same side and opposite ends of the scores table. It's not a thing. It literally is not a thing for a player to go over to the other team and see what they're drawing up. They need to ixnay this. This needs to go away. It should have gone away decades ago. All right. Well, we'll see if they make the rule change now that Panther's gone on his rant. I'm sure that the uh, NBA <laughs> listens to our podcast and, and, and takes what we say to heart. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. After that, we got two NBA games that we need to talk about with possible uh, conference final uh you know, spots up online today. So stay tuned. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. 
But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. We are back. All right, Panther, we're going to start off in New York, Madison Square Garden. The Knicks hosting the Miami Heat. Uh, Miami has just, just been the better team in the series. I think we've said this already. You know, Miami has dominated the series. Miami is just by far and away the, the better team in the series, and we're giving them three and a half points. I don't get it. Um, you know, I, the, the Julius Randle kind of threw his own team under the bus. I really, I'm really curious to see how the Knicks respond, what the locker room is like, if they have any fire left in them to put up some fight. Um, this is their game. Like, this is the series, right? There's no must win at home. They must win, period, if they want to keep this series going. I, I think they have a real chance of winning, particularly at home. But three and a half points, I don't think Miami wants to play another game. I really think they would like to end this series right now, get an extra day or two or three's rest, depending on what happens with Boston and Philadelphia. So I'm going to take those three and a half points and jump on the Miami Heat. The money line situation to me. I mean, you know, for a while I was doing money lines in the NBA, and this, this is this is like a you know in my old model this would trigger a money line for sure. Uh, I'm going to take the points with you, absolutely. I, I think the Miami Heat uh, they're going to win this one. They're going to close it out. I think the the Knicks have no fight left in them. I think Miami is just ready. They need some uh, rest. Imagine imagine them closing out the series and waiting for fucking Boston and the Sixers to duke it out in seven. You know what that means? They game one, whoever they're facing. That, that could be a surprise upset. That's what, you know, Miami likes to do. Kind of fucking, you know, uh, surprise attack. I think the Heat looking, sitting pretty here, right? So, yeah, $10 bet on the Heat with you. Which brings us over to the West, where the Lakers and the Warriors match up. Slime's moving a little bit right now. It was it was getting worse. Now it's getting a little bit better, maybe. Uh, opened at minus five. Uh, depending on what you want, I can get you Lakers plus seven and a half or Warriors minus six and a half. Which one are you taking? Uh, you know, I, I think I have to take the Lakers in the seven and a half. This is just like you said with Miami. This is probably a money line situation here because the Lakers have been the better team. We talked about it uh, what, yesterday or two days ago. Golden State looks old. They look old. They look beat. And they don't have an answer for Anthony Davis. They rely too much on their three-point shooting. And for whatever reason, Steve Kerr absolutely refuses to run the pick and roll with Steph Curry. Uh, this it's a no-brainer. There's no way you're laying six and a half, seven, seven and a half with Golden State. I'm taking the Lakers. They'd like to get this series over uh, for ten bucks. I I'm with you. I'm not gonna bet it. I'm not gonna bet it. I was close. I really should, but fuck the Lakers, man. You know. So here here's my conundrum, Panther. I got I got a conundrum for you. Lakers and Sixers make it to the finals. It's a nightmare scenario for me. 
it's it's a it's it's a nightmare <laughs> scenario for me for a couple of reasons because uh, first off, I hate both teams. There's that. Then of course, if the Lakers win, they surpass the Celtics with the most championships of all time. That's just that would just be fucking terrible if that happened. Yet, I fucking hate Philadelphia. You know, I just I fucking I, you know, and I'm closer to Philadelphia. You know, I hear their fucking fans like you know. So to me. If that happens, I might be a fucking Lakers fan. I might be rooting for LeBron. I might be rooting for the Lakers to fucking beat the Celtics and win the championships with the little asterisks that, hey, if you don't fucking count George Mikan as one of your fucking legendary players, you shouldn't count the fucking Minnesota titles as part of your fucking titles either. You shouldn't do that, Lakers. I think the Lakers probably win this one. Moral sport, lean on the Lakers, which means we are now going to the ice where my devils... See, I was a bad night. It was a bad night for me back <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, I just, I blowouts in both the fucking games is unwatchable for me so you know um got two series got the maple leafs down three games to zero to the panthers panthers at home plus 105 where are you at in this one i don't even need to ask you where you're at i've already written it down it's a no-brainer it's a, the team of destiny we talked we talked about last week i think i you know, after game one or even after game two, potential sweep. And here we are, Florida at home for whatever reason. Vegas is still giving them in some books the slightest of plus lines. Like, how are you taking Toronto right now? They've been completely outclassed by these Florida Panthers. They're even better at home than they are on the road. I'm riding these Panthers. It's ride or die time. Give me Florida for 10 bucks. Well, I th- maybe we get two of our fucking three uh, DJ and Parlay picks because, yeah, oh, fuck. What the fuck? What the fuck is this shit? Florida <laughs> plus 105. Can Toronto lose them all? Yes, they can lose them all. I've seen this story before. Let's get back in the way back machine and talk about the fucking Islanders. Islanders lost them all. Well, Toronto's going to lose them all. $10 bet on the Panthers. Now, we can talk about your Vegas Golden Knights. Plus 165 against the Edmonton Oilers, minus 180. I was on Edmonton in the last game. I ate some chalk in Edmonton. Well, I was a fucking fool. Now you're getting even more for the Golden Knights. And I think I know where you're going with that one, Panther. Uh, Status hasn't changed. Vegas is on the road. And for whatever reason, the Vegas bookies continue to make Edmonton an incredibly outlandish favorite. I don't get this. Vegas is the number one seed. Vegas is playing great hockey. Edmonton is bipolar. Like, it's Canadian hockey, right? Just like Toronto. They can show up and score, but when they don't, they're awful. The last game, they were awful. Fuck, even Vegas' goalie got injured. Could the Oilers take advantage? No. Is it going to make a difference tonight? No. Vegas versus Florida. I'm calling it. There's your Stanley Cup. The Golden Knights are winning tonight. Take that big, fat, juicy money line for 10 bucks. Gonna give you some moral support in this one. I, I like it. I do. I, I I probably should be betting Vegas with you. Uh, yeah, man. It's 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 weird. It's weird that the Ve- uh, that the Vegas the, the sports books are are giving Vegas such a big line in this one. They lost their fucking goalie. It didn't fucking matter. Uh, you know, I'm not a huge fan of this Oilers team, by the way. Yeah, do they have the best player in hockey? Absolutely. Do they have a, another star player on that team? Absolutely. Do I love this Edmonton Oilers team? No, I don't love them. It's the same fucking issues I got Toronto. Really? I, I, listen, 
tons of moral support here. I do think that Vegas is a very nice play. I hope you hit it. And I hope the Oilers get bounced. I would lo- I would love to see the Golden Knights. You know, Golden Knights, Seattle Kraken in the Western oh, Conference please. Finals. How, how fucking awesome amazing that would that be? That would be just a testament to how you can do expansion the right way if you fucking actually think about it properly and put teams in markets where they can succeed and spend money. I, I You know, side note here, I think expansion is at a... Um, is at an interesting point here, Panther, because there's a lot of people that want to own sports teams now, and sports teams sell for a lot of money as an investment opportunity. You're seeing, you know, a lot of people that are, you know, investing in sports teams because, you know, what what's it going to look like, you know, ten years down the road? Teams going to sell double for your like, money, you know, yeah, really. So, to me, you know, there's a fight already over the Ottawa Senators. Did you see that one? There's a fucking fight right now over the Ottawa Senators. Ryan Reynolds versus Snoop Dogg to own the fucking Ottawa Senators. Ryan Reynolds going to keep him in Canada? I think so. Listen, he's a Canadian. Isn't, isn't he's Ryan a Canadian. Canadian? Yeah, I think he's, he's, a, he's a Canadian. Yeah. Of course he's going to keep him in Canada. He's got to fucking travel uh, you know, between there and Wales for the fucking Wrexham uh, f- uh, football club now that they got promoted up. Congrats, uh, Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney on, on getting your team promoted up in, 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 in the league over there. And now Ryan Reynolds is like, I just sold my fucking cell phone company for a few billion dollars. Let me buy a fucking hockey team. So I think nowadays it's really advantageous to have uh, more expansion in sports uh, because I think owners will invest money in making them an instant success. Vegas Golden Knights have shown us uh, the blueprint and now it looks like the Seattle Kraken might be following in those footsteps. I would love to see that in a Western Conference Finals over there. Okay, Major League Baseball time, Panther. Baseball can go fuck itself. Yesterday, uh, had a fucking hodgepodge, a mix match of a day for me yesterday. That's for fucking sure. Really weird one, but let's see if we can bounce back today. What you got? Oh, man, I, I listen, I, I'm with you. Baseball is kicking my ass this week. At least the White Sox uh, avoided me having to blackball them the rest of the season. Let's start in Pittsburgh. Your former team, the Pirates, will go with game three against the Colorado Rockies. They've split the first two. Colorado's still catching a plus line. I think Sensatella is a my, just a tad bit better pitcher than rich hill i mean shit rich hill's so old i think he's older than you uh so i'm gonna go with colorado rockies their bats are better they beat the shit out of them yesterday sensatella is the better pitcher and i'm getting a plus line give me the rockies for 10 bucks i think that's a really good play honestly i I think the the rockies haven't been playing terrible as of late you know that's really haven't you know um i I agree with you i'm gonna give you tons of moral support here i'm fading i'm fading the pittsburgh pirates someone liked that team at, at one point of the season but 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 not anymore, not anymore. <laughs> Lean on the Colorado Rockies with you. All right, next game up, let's go to the Brew City. The Dodgers are in town taking on the Brewers, and you would think you get a chance to take Kershaw, the Dodgers, minus 165. You'll jump all over that. But I tell you right now, don't make that mistake. Kershaw's splits between home and away are night and day apart on the road. He's not really been that good. He survived some losable games. He's pitched just well enough to escape. Today's not that day. I think Wade Miley and that juicy plus line on the Brew Crew gets it done. Give me the Brewers plus 140 for 10 bucks. 
I got two games I'm betting on today, and this is one of them. And guess what? We are on the same side. I absolutely love the Brewers at home with this big fucking fat plus line. That's gonna be a that's gonna help our parlay a lot. I bet. I bet you that's gonna you boost up the fucking odds significantly there. Ten dollar bet on the Brewers with you. Yeah, we've got two plus lines in our parlay. Let's see if we can keep this going. Although I'm out of underdogs, so let's go to Houston taking on the Angels. My boy Otani shit the bed yesterday. Not a fan. Today, we got a huge pitching discrepancy. Christian Javier going against Griffin Canning. Javier, the much more accomplished pitcher. And the Angels just kind of seem to be struggling against this Astros rotation. I think Houston gets it done again. I saw a minus 125. Maybe you can get me a little bit better, but I do like the Astros for 10 bucks. All right. I'm going to give you tons of moral support in this one as well. It seems like we're on the same page uh, for the most part in, in, in baseball today. I I almost bet this one, too. I almost did. I, I, I think Houston is still still sleepwalking a little bit. Major League Baseball, watch out. I, I, I don't think you've seen the, the real Houston Astros this year. I think at some point you will see the real Houston Astros, and it's going to be scary as shit. Lean on Houston with you. Last game up for me. We're going to triple dip. I think I bet the entire series. The White Sox are still at Kauffman Stadium taking on the Royals. Lance Lynn versus Brad Keller. Listen, the White Sox are better than the Royals every fucking day, except like when they play. It just, I don't, I don't know what's up with this White Sox team, but they, they're better than Brad Keller. Lance Lynn's got to get his shit together. Better pitcher, better team. Mild. It's not too chalky. The Royals suck. Like, I'm going to bet the White Sox every damn time. Minus 135. Give me 10 bucks on the White Sox. <laughs> oh, man. I hate this fucking series. This is a, this is a fucking shitty ass series, dude. Really? Um, uh, I'm going to lean Kansas City in, in this one. Like, really? I don't fucking know. Like, I really don't fucking know. I, how disappointing are these White Sox, man? How fucking so, disappointing! It's just so fucking terrible. Dude, we're making we're look we look like buffoons because we said Larusa was the problem. Well, I think he was a problem. He was a problem, but <laughs> apparently he wasn't the problem. It, you know, it wasn't it wasn't like firing your manager and making a fucking World Series run like the fucking uh, asshole Girardi. You know, All right? <laughs> I'm gonna lean Kansas City in that one. Is that it? Is, is that it for that's you? it? That's oh, it for man. me. What else you got? I got one more I want to look at here. Let's head over to Tampa Bay, Baltimore. Um, Ray is only minus 115. You think that smells, right? Is that why you're not on that one? Um, No, it's the pitching matchup. It's an opener situation. It's not It's not Rasmussen. It's not McClanahan. So I'm, I think the Orioles actually have a legitimate shot of winning that game. Always won yesterday, right? Um, I believe they did. Yeah, I think those win yesterday. I don't. I don't think they're going to win two in a row against Tampa Bay. I don't care what the fucking pitching. Match. I know. I know pitching matchup matters more to you. It matters to me. Don't get me wrong. It matters to me. I know it matters more to you than than it does to me. Fuck it. Yeah. How often are you going to see the Rays minus one fifteen? Almost in fucking plus line. Really? Like I'm, that's the equation. <laughs> Ten dollar bet on Tampa Bay. What do we got? Get out of. Let's get out of here. Why we still got a signal? Uh, Florida and Milwaukee. Okay. Are our mutual agreements. Okay. And throw if, both of them I, in there. I'm throwing both in there. And if I can get enough moral support of you to push it over the edge, that plus 165 with the Golden Knights would make this one juicy ass parlay. There you go. 
There you go. You got Florida plus 105, Vegas plus 165, Milwaukee plus 143. Holy fuck, that's going to be a fun one. Lock that in. Panther, take us home. All right, that is it. You guys know we're hanging out on Facebook. We're on Twitter, but most exclusively, it's right here in the Asylum. Join the Discord and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're doing today. When it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.